Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne, and I'm joined with all of the usual suspects. They in here to talk about some crazy shit that just happened. Um, but before we get into that, how is everybody doing? I'm tired. <laughs> Ash is tired. I'm sleepy. I would like to go to sleep. It's a day running around. North Olmstead, Westlake. Now I'm here in another wow. suburb. Yeah. I would just like to be at home. It's been like crazy, but yeah, that whatever. Makes sense. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Charles? How are you? Oh, uh, it's um, it's been going, you know. Yeah. Just making sure, try to do, try to do my best to get by. Trying to do your best to get by. Okay, that sounds real. Uh, I don't know. Like everybody's just making it. Like a struggle. <laughs> well, not really just making it. Uh, I ain't seen you at the gym lately. Well, my back has been not right and I am not working out with my back not right because that feels like that's a very quick way to compound things you know where you should go what to the sauna <laughs> no that's not gonna help I was gonna say that. you know what I really need is I thought a new you were gonna bed. say swimming swimming is a low impact back thing but I can't do the the way I swim is don't you know that Olympic swimmer twist thing that you do at the end of every lap yeah I can't do that with a bad back yeah, don't do that. Just dick your head out and no, just. No, just how about you sit in the jacuzzi and allow uh, the heat and the I'm water. I'm very self conscious. Wear a shirt. I'm not going to wear a shirt. Wearing a wet shirt is even weirder. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you that. <laughs> There's no solution to this except for me to lose more weight. Well, go to the sauna then. A sauna would help. Oh, you keep trying to get me into the random gym extracurriculars. No, I, I mean, don't I'm go not work sitting out. in a hot box with a bunch of dudes. If you go right when you get there, we won't all be in there. We it does. I am it, not. It does matter when there's very specific times that the gym. Oh, no, control. I am <clears throat> not engaging the possibility. Oh, <laughs> it's just like oh, it's a no, no. It didn't make your back feel better. Oh, my back is slowly feeling better regardless. It's just a matter of I got to make sure. Luckily, I have a nice chair at work. So that's good for my back. Uh, I really just got to buy another bed. I was going to go today, but um, I'm doing this. So. Yeah, I probably would have went today, except for y'all. I was definitely thinking about whether I was going to go. And then you guys sent out the text. It's just like, oh, you got to be here. And it's just like, huh, yeah, that's true. I could have originally swore it was going to be uh, the next day. But, hey. Yeah. No, you said you did your thing uh, yesterday, right? Which thing yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I originally <laughs> thought it was going to be on Friday. Uh, no, you definitely told me Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. But I thought it was going to be on. I thought we were going to do this on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did it on Wednesday. I had all my anxiety, and then it was basically nothing. That's good. It was pretty much them coming to me and just like, "Hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to get? Do you want to make more money, or do you want to make let them take part of your money?" And it was just like, "Well, what kind of question is that?" 
<laughs> really? I'd have been like, well, if I said I want to let them take part of my money, can I stay here? What? <laughs> I'd ask them, if I let them keep taking part of my money, do I get to stay here? Yeah. Oh, no. It would stay here regardless. Then I'd have been like, I'm going to let them keep taking part of my money. No. And just confuse them. Just have everybody just like, well, I don't the understand. options. <laughs> now I have to go into work every single day for like 90 days. See, that sounds ghetto. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, I don't mind. I actually get more work done at work. At home, and also it gets me what? away from people. I'm confused. You, uh, you get more work done at work. Yeah, I get more work done. <laughs> I get more work done at work. Okay, because you definitely say I get then more work when done I'm at, at home. home. Then when oh. I'm at home. Oh. Okay, because you definitely say I get I more quit, work done. At, I kind of shorted the then. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, that's like that. And also, <laughs> like, I like that separation of states, and also, like, it gets me away from people. That means people stop asking me to do silly stuff inside the middle of the day when I'm supposed to be at work. Yeah. It's just like, hey, can you run down the street real quick? No. The answer is no. Forever. No, it's not the answer is no forever. It's yeah, no, forever while I'm at work. It's just like, I'm at work. <laughs> just well, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, can you, take, can you take your lunch break and run me up to the to go get my car? It's no. just like, what would you do if I wasn't here? The answer is no. And then I also get to have the, then I also get to get the good parking spots. That's the more so the thing, because right now I'm walking across. Like, the walk is good for me. It's helping me lose weight. But walking across it, like walking down Euclid in the winter is never going to be the move. I keep doing it. So. Just keep walking. Yeah, walking is hella lit for losing weight. I like walking. Oh, I like to walk. You stop? It's just like, just when it gets for the cold months. I'm tired of like the park that I was walking in. I've been going around at different parks. Let me just reiterate. I didn't want to do that specific walking. Just got bored of it, and now I need to do something else. Oh, that's fair. You need to find some hiking trails. Yeah. What do you like? Hiking trails. No, I love the hiking trails. I just. Oh, I said I need to find some hiking trails. Just to be able to get out and think. Because what I've taken to doing is I've used talk to text in order to uh, start writing this fantasy book I want to write. And it's just like, all right, this is the easiest way for me to get it out of my brain because there's no way physically possible that I could talk or type as fast as I think. Mm -hmm. But I can talk as fast as I think. So that's the mechanism that I'm doing that. And also, when I think of things, unless I get them out of my head, they will dominate my headspace. So it's just like, God, I need to get all of this information about this world out of my head or else I'm just going to keep thinking about it. Then when I get it out of my head, it's gone. Clear space for new ideas. Well, that's good. Good that you're working on some creative things. Yeah. It's pretty much all creation nowadays. Makes me happy. That's what's up. I helped Matt film his shit. Um, he was trying to do something for Channel 3, and I helped him film that yesterday. That's cool. Yeah, it was. Still tired, though. <laughs> that was... It didn't take longer than I expected. I had fun, because I get to film on his phone. So that was my first thing I ever filmed. 
And I'm really excited about that. Oh, cool, man. You want to do more? Yes. See, look at you got the director <laughs> bug. I always had it. That's like one of my goals in life. Even besides writing, just write something. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it because I want it to come true. Okay. Also, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that's a very different approach. Everybody yeah, has different like feelings it. about different things. Like, yeah. so you're firmly in the point where it's just like, uh, I it don't want to talk about it. Yet. I'm going to leave that where it is. Exactly. I don't want nobody corny ass energy on my fucking wishes and dreams. Fuck y'all. I want it to keep it nice and hard until I can be like, oh, wait. It's, even then I'm not going to talk about it the next time y'all hear about that is when it's like out <laughs> it's like what happened I have directed I a multi-million dollar film I did that yep. <laughs> okay. All right, well, moving on then <laughs> um, um, I gotta go get new glasses because I have no idea what happened to mine this is the only time that I've ever really misplaced my glasses and I've been looking for them for like a month now it's yeah, just it's like it's a long time they? to be looking for something. Oh, I mean, you don't like contacts? No, I've never seen them instead of poking myself in the eye. And also, glasses flame my face. That means they're kind of like a cheat code. They kind of can do the same thing that I can't do with the beard. So if I pick the right frames, they'll frame my face off, and actually help to square my face. Oh, wow. um, what was I going to say? Also, gotta go get a fade. I thought my um, hairstylist wasn't talking to me for a while. She uh, changed her number. Oh. Then I called you. her on Instagram. No, she didn't. And it just, you know, like when you call and someone's number's disconnected. Yeah. It had that message. And I was like, um, that's weird. So then I called her on Instagram and she said, yeah, I'll send you her my number. And then we got off the phone and then she never sent it to me for a couple of days. And so then I had messaged her a couple of <laughs> times. I'm like. I need my hair twisted. I'm just, well, not even that. Just like. <laughs> Are you not fucking with me? Uh, right. <laughs> did you just decide, like, you're not, you're not doing my hair no more? That'd be weird, but it's cool. You could just say that, though. Like, you didn't have to say, yeah, I'm going to give you the number and then get off the phone and then not, not send it. <laughs> you could have been like, <clears throat> actually, I didn't send you the number because I don't want to have you as a client anymore. I'd have been like, cool. Oh, I mean, well. I'd have been surprised, but I. It's just like, been, am I not going to pay for some reason? <laughs> that would be my first question. Did I forget to pay you? Like, I don't, just I like, don't think that I have. I, I, I normally pay my bills, especially when it comes to people. Shit. I normally, I'll schedule and then send her the money days before I go and get it done. And I ever really complain about the price. Never. She, so I was like, did your money. price go up? Did you think I would be able to pay the I new pay price? I the same price whether I go get it washed, retwisted, whatever. I'm going to give you your fee. This is what you charge. So whatever I have you do to my hair, this is what you want. This, here, this is for you. So I am i didn't think it was that, but she just sent me, she sent me the number today. After oh. I said, I sent the double question mark. I was like, what's up? And so she sent me the number. I was like, okay, cool. It ain't beef. <laughs> I was like, that's, uh-uh. that'd have been so crazy. I mean, you guys have been doing- very, very disappointed. Like, she's been doing my hair since I've like started this. <laughs> this is like you just gonna leave th- towards yeah. the back end of your yeah, 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 yeah. Like, nah, you lost that one dread. We yeah. threw. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what to do <laughs> with this. Like, <laughs> yeah, how you like, gonna I don't know how to do. Yeah, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what goes on up here. I don't even know no one else that does here. Like, what, what are we talking about, madam? I've only come to you. <laughs> you can't just like. Leave and not be doing my hair. Not do this out of the blue. Like you gotta let me know. Hey, this would be the last time. All right. Right. 
and then I'm gonna start looking. <laughs> that was Help weird. me. Yeah. You got a, you got a referral? I would hope. Uh, man, if she said it was my last time, I don't know if she'd give me a referral. <laughs> what? If she was if she was canceling me as a client, I don't know if she'd give me a referral. Right. I mean, sometimes people, regardless of how things change, they just have too many people and it's just like even I up my price and there's still too many of y'all. So I well, mean No. I that couldn't be the reason that I got I, <laughs> there's only one thing I can think of. Uh, Tony out here being Tony. Scallywag. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I was avoiding the obvious problem. He being a scallywag. We back by like Batman. Ash was about to say something. Spread your wings like Batman. That's what the great P Grandmaster Rojo said. And that'll always stick to me. At first Are I didn't you understand. Taking the, is that a pimp? Yes. <laughs> At first I didn't understand what the fuck he was saying, but cause you know them niggas like they either grew up poor and in the hood, so they talk how they know how to talk. So it sound like slick shit, but what he was really saying, take a chance on yourself. That's all he was saying oh, and how he knew how to say that. But that shit sounds so fucking greatest cool. Greatest sports analogy. <laughs> Call your own number. Yeah. He knew. And when he said it, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is you talking about? And then it just hit me. He was just saying, take a chance on yourself. Take a fucking chance, man. And that's one of the greatest. It's the greatest things, but it's also the scariest thing ever. It's ultimately the best talent because it's like you got to know when you bullshitting yourself or you yeah. really should legitimately take this chance because some or, people can talk, they talk themselves into taking every chance. And that's not necessarily the thing that you need to do either. I'd rather have that than you being afraid of your own talent of basically being afraid of the unknown is what will get you fucked up in this game we call life. If you can't get over the fear Shit. of that. Yeah. You gonna fuck yourself up, no matter what Ain't regard. I don't know what say business, and your love life, your your platonic relationships. Like, if you Rage. don't know how to really just be like, all right, this is unknown and I'm scared, but I'm okay with that and keep going. That shit is more <laughs> straining and stressful than thinking about the thing and just sitting there and not doing it. Like mm-hmm. you, Charles. What? For all intents and purposes, you took the first steps. With the event we went to last week. Yep. Bravo. And there's going to be some more steps. Like, Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, though, speaking more about steps, you trying to go someplace in Je- trying to go to Ohio kind of January? Yeah. Okay. I had a question. What? How you feel about laser tag? Fine. I like laser tag. I'm not going to say I'm going to win, but it's fine. I'm going to win. I don't. I play to run around and just be goofy as fuck. <laughs> don't have me on y'all teams. I'm not joking. She said, "I'm not gonna be serious. I'm not. I'm y'all gonna be mad at me, like, bitch. What are you doing? Having fun? <laughs> what are you doing? I've lined up my sniper laser yeah, tag I'm not sniper rifle. Yeah, go ahead. I'm like, you gotta no, stand no, there and get listen. shot. We're gonna come with too many people and just wait for a group that don't, that has a. Uh, we're gonna come with I'm an odd fine. number, and I'm then you fine. we gonna wait for another group that has an odd number. Hey, go I'm over there. Fine with that. I'm and okay. Like, oh, yeah, she's a I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> One of the no, toys that I consistently no. got as a no. child is laser tag stuff. 
And maybe I'm just happy to like, be yes. I've had five different versions of laser tags that my grandmother's got me. I got the full on vest at one point in time in my life. I used to get that in Power Rangers figurines on a regular basis. I got street sharks too. But got nerf stuff. No, the only thing I got from Nerf is Super Soaker stuff. Okay. I did get one Nerf gun. I take that back. A lot of Super Soakers, because it's really hot in California, so that's like a mainstay toy. Olden day giant, Super Soakers. And, yeah, bro. They giant with the big ass bubbles on them and everything. You pump them up so them. much to the point where you can chip a, oh, like, like, you can oh, chip yeah. a brick. Get it's that like, real oh, pressure oh. in there. Where, you, where it's hard to really push it down. Oh, we be fucking people up. <clears throat> Having Super Soakers in the pool. It's a great time. But um, no, we was talking about uh, off mic. We talked about a, sec- a sequence of things but we ended up like people kind of being scared of taking chances yes and Ash was going to tell us about um, one of her buddies yeah one of my friends pretty successful he got a house or an apartment whatever the fuck I don't know. he got two places in New York and in Toronto and he go back and back to forth with them pretty frequently hey. and um, so I asked him I'm like do you think that I don't think you no, I asked him, I forgot how it came into being, but I asked him, I'm like, do you think it's more of a self-motivation thing or is because y'all have so much to do in those cities, it's easy to be motivated or do you still have to motivate yourself in larger cities? Because I'm motivated to see what's around me and not mope around and be like, there's nothing to do here. What inspired me to do that was I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and just pretend like it ain't shit to do I'm gonna go find it and do it and for him being from those I think he's from those major cities or moved to those um, cities I'm like it's easy because it's always something for you to do is 15 million shops if you want ramen you got 15 billion options to choose from whatever it is that you want to do you got more options than we do here and it's not to say we don't have any but so I often I ask them, you know, is this a motivation thing or is it because you have it all? It's like, OK, well, I can go do this and, and I can go do that. But I also heard some New Yorkers like never really explored their city. They just, you know, kind of go up and down the block, go to work. And some people so don't need that, that. Yeah. So I heard that's why I'm like, what is that? You know, what makes them what makes one person say? I'm going to go do it and I'm going to go see it. I'm going to explore it versus the person that's just like, oh, I'm okay right here. I would no matter where means. you are. Hmm? I would almost say means. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, heck, even in Cleveland, there's a bunch of people who have not experienced the greater Cleveland area. There are yeah. a bunch of East Siders who've never gone to the West Side. There are a bunch of West Siders that really don't broke to go into the, too deep in the East Side. So it's just like, there's a bunch of stuff that's right next to us. Like how many of us have been to Bowling Green? How many of us have been to Kent State? How many of us have been to CSU? It's just like, there's just going to be things inside your city that you don't always see. Yeah, but it comes from the people who just don't want to like explore around. What was his answer? His answer was, he said, it's probably both because sometimes I get a little he was like sometimes I get a little like all right I'm in Toronto I'm in New York like I'm a little bit spoiled so it's nothing that I can really change but he was like but most definitely like you have to go out and find these new things 
it's easier for me to find new clients and all this stuff because I have such a bigger, broader, you know, I'm in a ma- I'm in major cities. So it's easier for me to find new opportunities because we're so large. But I also have to get my ass out there and go find it. So he's saying like he feel like it was both. Yeah, that's the other thing about large cities. There's a lot more people to find. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm talking about both ways. So, even if you if you are giving a service, they will find somebody else to do that service. It's you're not out there looking for them. So, right. So that's where I kind of was like, well, I'm okay wherever I am in whatever city. For me, it'll be. I think Miami challenged me in adaptability, where I can go with the flow with the people. Once I gauge Welcome what the fuck is going Miami. on. Yeah. So. I test my limits with that to see, like, see all right, it's not really, I'm ready to see things and I'm ready to meet new people, but <clears throat> adaptability and going out there, find it. I don't have a problem with that. I say, I think that is both. Um, I think that like your homie said, I think that uh, living in a city or shit, let me not, call it a city living in a town that had maybe five to eight thousand people what the hell was that well maybe maybe ten thousand are you talking about in texas yep oh let me let me actually i'll look actually i've lived in places like that living inside of jacksonville north carolina you know what that taught me is just like one where i I didn't realize how much Cleveland had until I left Cleveland and went someplace that didn't have it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I said there was nothing to do before. There's plenty to do there. There's nothing to do here. No. I don't even have sidewalks. There's so well, there's not lots of places that don't have sidewalks. There's uh two Walmarts, um, and a mall, a single level mall. That has Damn, we were a balling best out of buy. control. We had a Target and a Best Buy. <clears throat> Their mall has a Best Buy attached to it. Oh shoot! Um, it has a Barnes and Nobles attached to it. You can read. Um, <laughs> it has a Journeys, an Express, um, a Dillard's, and most of this is propped up by the military. All of it is propped up by the military, yeah. not most of it. <laughs> Everyone yeah, there either services there. something that service the, services the military. Also, you want to know the worst thing that could possibly happen to you? There's a black list of places where if you're inside the military or you work work for the military at that town that you're not allowed to go. If you, if you get your establishment put on that list, your business is basically done. Yeah. But no, so since living in places like that, I recognize that there's so much more opportunity in a big city and that's why I want to leave. My hustle didn't change in any environment that I've been in and I think that that's come from me moving around so much at a young age like that like created my level of adaptability up to like the hundredth power because it's just like all right well you're just going to meet completely new people and be in a completely new environment now deal with it. Right. Uh, All right. (laughs) I guess and just repeatedly all right well you, you met them you learned them do it again. Oh, all right. Well, and, and again. All right, cool. So done that a few times. And so I've seen like lived in Seattle, major city, very fast paced. There's a lot to do. Buses are running 24 seven damn near. 
it's a very transient city. A lot of like migrant people come in that are programming softwares. Yeah. Um, but you can also get into a lot of like good things, a lot of hiking, a lot of like outdoors things. So there is a lot more just like availability of things. And I think that's what doesn't necessarily like, I don't know if it, I can't say it necessarily fosters my motivation, but it definitely aids it. We're out here, I feel like life is too easy. Like, yeah, life is pretty easy out here. Yeah, you can get caught up in that shit. And that's why I keep leaving. Like, that is, every time life feels like it's easy to me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go because this is simple. It makes me stagnant. And that's why I recognize that when I'm in a place that doesn't have a lot of opportunity and I reach what other people would deem as success, it's just like, all right, well, where can I go from here? And then I look around, it's like, all right, well, there's not a lot of places. So then I just start fucking off because I'm just doing shit. I'm like, all right, no, I got to go. And yeah. so. Oh, I mean, it really <clears throat> just kind of describe like, you have to understand what your, what success is for you and just not like superimpose that on other people. Cause oh, it's yeah, like, no, I don't think it should be for other people. I'm, I'm comfortable with other people like wanting, like I said, the person I was talking to uh, wanted a more like simplistic lifestyle. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just recognize that what people view here sometimes, I guess and it's not even necessarily for the person, that person I was speaking about. It's just for in general where you see people that, have, I guess, chosen isn't necessarily the right word. It's been forced into a simplistic lifestyle. Yeah, and like it's a whole bunch of people around you that's it, not really challenging you to do yeah anything. Like, hey, where you want to go? But they don't really I have. Know, they seem directionless. I know a homie that lived in LA and never lived in LA. He was like, "Yo, I feel kind of jilted because I want what other people see about this place." And he like grew up in like a Russian community, so. He was like, no, I kind of wish I had whatever the fuck everybody else had because I'm here all the fucking time. And he never lived anywhere else. I guess Whoa. if he lived in a major city, I wouldn't even say that for him. I guess it's like, well, I don't really from what know, I understand, have to leave. Like there are so many different subsections of L.A. to the point where if you live in South LA and somebody else lives in North LA or yeah, no, I didn't West, know how massive that shit was. Huge. You're mm-hmm. living in different hemispheres. Yeah, I don't know how massive LA was. Like, where am I? I'm in Burbank. Well, you don't live in Los Angeles. What are you talking about? I'm like right next to it. Like right next to NL in Los Angeles. This is like that's an hour and a half away. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sad. I'm not gonna be able to go to LA at the beginning of December now, though. Oh, you're not going to? Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm getting switched over to being a case employee, so. Aww. I gotta uh. Gotta pick your battles, huh? Well, I mean, yeah. Because yeah. at the end of that ninety days, then I'm immediately gonna start taking master's level courses to get my master's for free. Nice. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah, even those big cities. It's scary, but I think what I've learned in my short little life is that somebody was asking, like, oh, you know. Tell me about your past and all other stuff. If you've been abused and I'll, I'll understand. And I'm like, really don't care to talk about it because I'm not wallowing in it and 
although it did define me I also made it through that shit I am stronger than I thought <laughs> like every time you win something you don't think you had a strength to get through it or to go forward with something that you want but if you like I said you just gotta know when to take a risk a big risk small risk whatever and I guess like I guess I just noticed how far I come because for most things it's not like this you know resentment in my heart for things that have happened to me because I've seen just how strong I am and how much I keep coming out of that shit so so if I can do that then I can go anywhere it's it's nothing to me at this point I don't want to muddle over what I could or could not be doing I've seen the limits of myself and I'm going to keep seeing more I mean I think that's all that you can do is really like figure out where what your limits are and what you are willing to like do to go towards them and right some people want to strive towards that and other people don't and as long as I guess you're comfortable in it I think that that's that's to each his own but it's when you are like uncomfortable or you feel like I run into a lot of people that are negative where they have become so stagnant that they look at everybody else that's trying to advance as like why are you trying to do all that? And it's like, uh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm just trying to live my life and do the things that I think would be best for me. Oh, people just need to take the route of do what makes have everyone else do what makes them happy as long as it does not really doing any harm to anybody else. It's just like, I want to grow. Go ahead. Do what you need to do. Don't be bitter because someone doesn't, your life isn't right for somebody else. And yeah, that's quite essentially what it is. But if it's people that's like me, whatever that ache is in your heart or your whatever the fuck you want to call it, you better follow that shit despite what motherfuckers be saying. And I get it. Sometimes it gets you down. But if you don't, my nigga, the, the hell that you'll leave yourself in, wondering you what you could do, that shoulda, coulda, what is, that should be enough for me to be like, oh, I'm not staying here. <laughs> this is terrible. Well, I, I don't like being in this fucking limbo of, well, this is what you can do. And I don't like that shit. That shit eat at me. Like, oh, it's fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. No, that what if lifestyle. Yeah. Cannot be me. Yep. I'm going to just figure it out. Fuck what if. Like, what was? What, what happened? What did right? I do? <laughs> Even if I fail miserably. Yeah, like, shit. I knew I you tried that it. shit. And here's my story. Let's laugh about it now. I don't know. Instead of me just sitting there like, well, this could be this and this this realm of possibility. I don't feel comfortable in. I'd rather be uncomfortable and fucking up than like sitting here like, well, I'm just going to wait. Like I played that game before. You could kick, kiss my fucking ass. I just pick a route, take the route, be happy with the route that you took and don't think about the other route because honestly... For all you know, that route could have you could you could have just took one step on that route and fell off a cliff. You don't know, so don't Man. worry about it. Let me tell you about one of these hidden gems that we got here in Lakeview Cemetery. It's in it's Wade Chapel, and you say it's in a cemetery. Yes, yes. Lakeview Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So it's Wade Chapel, and in this chapel, um, Tiffany, the jeweler, the famous jeweler, yep, designed and help build this chapel because he got like original stained Tiffany glass in there. He got like Moorish designs in that shit. And this is when I found out when my mom was sick and I was having a really tough time dealing with it. And it just so happened to be open. 
It's never open. It's always fucking locked. <laughs> and I'm like, what's in Let there? Me in there. <laughs> and I finally, it finally was open. It was like, yeah, we're doing tours today. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll see what's in here. It's oh, original marble and all these like really beautiful, this really beautiful architecture. There's and a reason why we don't let you Negras in here. No, that shit is priceless. Like it's pristine. Like, oh, I get it. Like at first I thought it was just a wedding chapel and motherfuckers can rent out. It's not that easy. But anyway, the way they designed it on the floor is a labyrinth and it's supposed to represent like the twists and turns of life and shit like that. And you see that shit in mythology a lot. And, uh, you see that in mythology a lot where they talk about the labyrinth and you don't know what the fuck that really means. You just be kind of aggravated like, fuck you. What the <laughs> what is this actually mean? And I was meditating on it. And the, the inspiration I got was just enjoy wherever you are in the labyrinth that you are in. It's a whole bunch of people that's sad and it's a whole bunch of people walking through happy as fuck. That's not really your concern to be dwelling on well why can't I be happier and why can't I be at this place in the labyrinth because it was like well death is your only way out bitch like (laughs) once you die there's really nothing you can't go back to this so you really do have to enjoy all your highs and even all your lows because your death is the only way out of this motherfucker so plop down get used to everything that you're going to and be grateful that you can go through all of it even when it's tough because there's people out there that didn't get the chance or like they say with when you know you love somebody well how much would you know you love them if when like you break up or whatever you go your separate ways you didn't feel that like immense amount of loss how the fuck were you supposed to know how much you really care for somebody I mean that's fair I don't like it but it's fair <laughs> no one likes it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I enjoy that shit like 100%. Oh, no, I wasn't saying that. I was just. It makes you like savor all the ups and downs a little bit more. Like being uncomfortable, it helps you understand uncomfortabilities a lot more instead of just open about it. Like, or being afraid to take chances because you know those things are coming. It makes you more like, oh. I'm ready to tackle these things because I know I'm gonna be okay. What's gonna be on the other side of that shit? You gonna be all right? That's a guarantee for most of us. <laughs> or you, or you or just sit there. Yeah. And depending upon your qual, you also gotta value your actual definition of all right. Because for some people, all right is just like I'm not flourishing. Well, maybe I'll say I know I'm going to be okay. I don't all know right. about the rest of you niggas, and I know a lot of y'all got the strength in all y'all. Right. All right, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, all yeah. Right. No, 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 no. Only way out this bitch is death, right? And I ain't leaving. <laughs> How about that? Well, I'm about to run off the side of the earth. I'm here, I'm here for good. <clears throat> yeah, I came here. I'm eternal. That's what I've decided. And what it is. I decided I'm just passing through. I mean, I'm just passing through, y'all. Hey, traveler. Oh yeah. I don't know where I'm going. I mean, do I got any, I hope I got a good sense of where I'm going, but I'm just passing through. So Earth ain't really nothing to be overly invested in. Well, all right. That's crazy. I made a You made some art? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Good. Charles is like, why is he a child? I, I'm just trying to. I'm honestly looking at you like, so. And I got it. <laughs> it's just. It, it's fine. It's, it's beautiful.
This nigga pulled out the fucking cellar. I no. It's just like. Oh. Uh, um. Question. What's up? I guess it's still in the vein of like choosing like what's right for you. How do you, as you move up, choose what places are right for you? Like to find yourself in less and less the the more and more I send what seems oxymoronic. It's just like oh, because you went up, you would be accepted more places, but not you don't need to be every place. I don't understand the question. All right, so as you move up in like life and the world, in the world, and like attaining your goals. Where are places that you find yourself less willing to go? Like in general, just like cities or just like people I hang around? I don't get it. Both just in general. Like, I guess for me, there's definitely. There's just places I'm not going to go. All right. So y'all know Garden Valley out here. Yes. Y'all know that's where you can get like anything. Got that right. Back yeah. in my youth, Tony would have no problem pulling on us, pulling up on something over there without a second thought. Mm-hmm. If you even say the word <laughs> garden <laughs> in the beginning, I'm not listening to the second <laughs> word because I immediately assume that's what you said and I don't want to speak to you no more. This is like, I'm not been, going there in the daytime, at nighttime. You could have been going no Madison. You could have been talking about Madison Square okay. Garden. Nothing. Olive Garden. Don't if start it, to sing with garden. This is like you want to go to the garden? No. No, no, no. I don't like the ambiguity of your statement. You can't be in Cleveland talking about going to the garden. Not at all. I'm not going. It, it's not happening. It's just like I'm talking about going to so Olive like, Garden. Things like that okay, where you care. recognize, like, you know what? This was something that I was comfortable with where I wasn't really either worried about what I had to lose or it didn't really matter to me. Where now it's like, I'm a lot more considerate of like, all right, you have things to lose, especially this year has been like. Things to lose central. Not even that. has just been taking, taking people out. Well, that it has definitely been doing that, but it's been, it's definitely given me personal, like the universe is really good to me. I will say that. It does a lot of like pruning, pruning, and then like chastising me, but in like a very gentle and respectful way. Um, like I definitely got my hand smacked. Uh, um, what? I got my hand smacked. Um, what's it called? Like how I told y'all on on some wildness. And so it was just like the universe was like, hey, sir, chill out. And then stop that. Um, Recently, it was like just like not even like a hand smack, but just like a gentle reminder that, hey, you because did nothing happen. But it's just like, hey, sir, just just to check in with, you know, that you could lose it all. We are watching you. Just know that. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I don't want to even kind of get squirrely again because, like, 
I recognize what I have and what I'm working for and doing wild shit is not worth it. It don't make no sense. It's, it's just anti-productive yeah. or going to places where I know that it's not like positive energy or like good people around, good space. Though, I'm less and less inclined to like be involved in that. So I guess I was, I'm asking more of like, what are some spaces that you find yourself like less going, less involved in? I know one thing off the top of my head is restaurants. Like I will try to position myself in nicer restaurants. Like if I just go out to eat by myself, I'll try to pick a nicer restaurant. Even if it's just think, even if it's just a drink, like I try to pride myself on putting myself in rooms where I know like, for now, I'm okay with, I can afford it. It's not affordability. It's not that. If I'm putting myself in there, I can afford it. But just getting yourself in the vibration of this being a majority of my life thing and not a special treat thing. Um, Where else do I stay, try I, to stay in? I was pretty, I've always been kind of choosy about the rooms I go into to begin with. But i like there's just certain places that I'm not willing to go anymore. Like you're not really gonna step like unless it's a really special occasion and somebody really wants to go out. I'm not going out into clubs anymore. I'm not going out into. I'm not going out into conflict prone environments at nauseum. Just not doing it. Not worth it. Regardless how ready of how ready I am to board said conflict. <laughs> uh, I'm not moving into so those. No, I, I understand. Your only child is. Why are like, you moving my things? No, it was no, he that. was just trying to figure you out why you handed him the me. controller. Like I, mean, I had no idea it. what to do with it. He was, it was just yeah, like, what am I going to do like, with this? When you handed it to me, I was like, Listen, I grew up a whole bunch of motherfucking gamers. And I know I can tend to be clumsy. Not a lot. A little bit, that move was, electronic device. I respect that. I was just, I just had no idea what <laughs> to do with like, like, a sticky video yeah, controller. Move electronic device. But then I saw you put your cup down. I was like, oh, she's sitting her cup down. That makes more sense. I could just sit this down. I don't need to hold this no more. I thought you wanted me to like cut the PlayStation. I was like, I had no idea what to do this. with this control. I was so confused. I was like, but why she had me this in the middle of the show? What about? But do we need to watch a video? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, from I just TV. avoid places that. I can that lim that have like limited potential return, like good return, mm -hmm. and more potential for bad return is just like, all right, like I'm picky about the bars I go into. Yeah, for sure. It's just like I'll, I'll try to put like things that I used to do when it was like whatever I felt like what I did when I was broke. I don't do those things anymore. Like even things that are quote unquote free, I'm not trying to get too overly excited about it because usually sometimes they don't come with the information that you really want and need sometimes. But like paying for it just has, sometimes it's just a little bit better payoff. I'm not saying one is, maybe one is better than the other, but I guess like anything that kept me in it, like being closer to poverty is done away for it because I don't feel like that anymore. I don't feel like there's nothing that I can't afford, if that makes sense. Like, I don't feel like 
could like realistically is it enough money to buy a ferrari no but it don't feel like such a faraway dream anymore and i don't want to surround myself with people how much that cost it's so expensive oh my i hate the so expensive niggas like shut the well first things first <laughs> i don't like where that. we are as far as i can i am concerned there is very little that's actually expensive mm-hmm. as a person who has been quite a few places now been in new york been to los angeles been to san diego i'm so happy what that he's done that because <laughs> it's just like now that I've been other places mm-hmm. Cleveland is cheap even at the high end metrics see and now you understand why I say it's easy for me to live out here I could quit my job and not do anything mm-hmm. that's a problem for Tony if I can just not do anything and exist out here and be doing well when nobody questioned me that's not okay it's just like it's wild because my first experience was going to New York just thought New York was expensive and then I went other places it's just like damn no it's literally just the Midwest yes and depending upon where you go in Ohio because Columbus is more expensive than here Cincinnati's more expensive than here the further south you go, unless you're going to like the most ho-dunky of places like West Virginia, if you go to the wrong places in Virginia, it's more expensive. Atlanta's way more expensive than here is after I because I've been to Savannah, Georgia, more expensive. It's just like, nah, it's just cheap as hell here. Like I exist at the point where it's just like, you know what? No matter where I go to buy buy beer or whatever, it's less than ten dollars for a Bud Light. So whatever. That was the bar that I was. That was the point where that I was disgusted with. Is just like ten dollars for a Miller Light. It's not the fact that it's ten dollars. It's just it's ten dollars for a Miller Light. Yes. So that means you started ten dollars. Yeah, no, the bottom. No, it wasn't even a bottle, man. No, I said the bottom. Oh, the it, bottom. Yeah, it was a twist. <laughs> one of those twist off cans. Ten dollars if you want something to drink. If you want to wet your whistle or you can sit here and have a water. <laughs> but uh, if you would like this good Miller 10 or you can get a Corona. Oh, maybe 13, 14 bucks. Yeah, yep. I don't like the import cost. Yep. But yeah. even then, like going in and you may or may not know what you're getting yourself into. The niggas is just always complaining about it. I don't want to hang around on niggas. They such downers. Like, and I like I a good dive bar as much as the next dude. I'm not just, I don't want you who is Oh my fucking God. Shut the fuck See, up. See, that's why I like uh, the little, the one little TikTok. Yeah. Because it's an age restriction. Mm-hmm. You have to be 30 and up to get in. What? Yes. TikTok? Yes, it's a bar. Where? On the west side. Oh. Yeah, you have to be 30 in order to get in. It just creates a different type of crowd. It is, well, it's a bunch of people who have matured a lot more. Not saying that it's just because you're 30, you're going to be mature, but you've, you've had, by virtue of making it this far, you're more mature than you were at 21. You're chilling. You're not, even like. Generally, a less conflicted. Yes. I'm glad. More conflicted Tony first. showed me that because. Usually, if you're standing next to a woman, if you're next to a group of women, they upset about something. I don't know what it is, but they got an attitude. These bitches don't have no attitude that night. I'm like, 
If well, the biggest thing about being like, 21 hey, and being man. out, so, there's always gonna be some dude who made some mistake and didn't do something right. It's just like, I can't believe he didn't do blah 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 blah. And this goes both ways. It's a person who has went out with dudes and is just like I've seen a dude just be dejected. It's just like, why are you uh, Saudi? Well, he decided to confess his love to somebody on the night out and it didn't go so well, so where, and they started it at the beginning of the night out. So it means you just had to experience <laughs> the entire That's night there. Up. And you sitting up there like, you sitting there yeah. in those jeans. Right. I'm, like, I'm a heartbroken, nigga. I'm leaving. I'm going home. I'm going home to be sad. But Fuck you. <laughs> I guess I brought this topic up to um, kind of get us into uh, talking about Takeoff, who, um, rest in peace to him. He was shot and killed uh, Monday night, I want to say. So Halloween night, which is generally one of the more dangerous nights. Lots of people die on Halloween. Yeah. Um, he that was New Year's night. at a bowling alley with uh, supposed friends and affiliates and things like that. Having a little party. Yeah, having, <clears throat> having a little Halloween party. Uh his cousin Cueva was there shooting dice, got into an argument that uh, escalated very, so rapidly. Like, watching the video, I'm telling you, all you see is Cueva start to walk away, and then you just see people start to scattering because somebody started shooting. And it's like, but why did it have to get to this? And so that's where my question is, like, where are places that you just decided you don't go? Because now it's seeming more and more like, even when you're around... Supposed affiliates, and yeah, and, <clears throat> people who are close to the people who you're close to, at the very least, like there's that. Yeah, it's like how do you even decide to protect yourself? And I guess I was having a conversation about like why I think this is like becoming a more prevalent thing inside of hip hop, and I think it's you. You can't even give back to the place that you came from because you end up with a Nipsey situation where it's just like, well, I'm salty and I'm going to come shoot you now. Yep. It's just like, I have to do good things through proxies. I'm used to doing things through proxies to do criminal things. I got to do the good things through them too now. He's trying to put to the point, like, maybe it's because this man just wasn't in anything. He was really just... Chilling. It wasn't even a dude who was shooting dice. No, who no. got shot? Takeoff was chilling in the corner. Just like all the over there being like, takeoff. chatter about it is like, oh, Takeoff was really just chilling. Quavo got into an argument. Takeoff got up to see what was going on. And then they, it was like, what they basically said is Takeoff was basically like in no man's land in the middle of like, all the shooting. And so mm. that's how he ended up getting hit. Mm. And it's like, I can't, there's, I got so much to lose to the point where doing a lot of things just as, unless I'm, unless I'm around people who are of similar status to me, there's no point. I was like, I can't do this stuff because unless I'm around people, like, unless I'm around people with something to lose, they gonna act like they don't have anything to lose. Right. You think it's more of a who you bringing with you? 
into the places? Or? I kind of do. I feel like yeah. it's... Because that's what it seemed like to me. If you just really... If he was just out the way, I don't know much about Takeoff, but for what you said, like he wasn't really involved in mess that could really come back to haunt him. But it seemed like... I don't think like, amigos are really. It seemed like, like... that. It seemed like more of a who you bringing around you. Yeah, it, and I guess that's my thing. It's just like... You gotta pull yourself. Start having discernment where it's like you can't even bring around people who might bring around people who are like this. Right. Like if we grew up in the streets and let's say you getting money whatever way you get money, and I'm getting money the way that I get money, and that happens to be making music and shit like that. But we at a certain point, there's not a lot of luxuries that a nigga that's making a couple hundred grand a year can't afford that the nigga that's making a couple million because right. there's only so much shit that you can literally buy yeah right there's I some mean, cars that are understand- out of the range but even as soon as you, you hit 250 as soon as you hit $250,000 the difference between you and the millionaire is just like yeah he has more stuff but I everything that I sub- like I can buy for the most part anything that I want within reasonable bounds. Yeah. I can get most sports cars, honestly. Right. Yeah. I, I, I can get a Lambo if I really want one. People are gonna if I can't pay for it outright, people will finance me one. So I can drive whatever that they're driving. I can do most things. So if we're here at this level and we have this excess capital to spend, I can see how some elements of that get into this situation because I'm familiar with you. We chose different paths, but we are both successful in our own right. And I don't know if that has to stop because I feel like it's a meeting of the streets and hip hop like it was in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, heck, I can even say once you get to a certain like. Once you get to a certain point when you're even on the streets, you get, get start to get to the point where it's just like, I can't be running around doing stupid stuff because I have too much to, I make too much in the streets to be out here doing a bunch of stupid stuff. I just can't randomly pop off and get tossed in jail. Yeah, because it's like, shit, like y'all know who Casanova is, right? I think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he just played out. But... I don't know. It it was also weird when I heard this. It's just like, oh, it's been about... Because who was the last dude who got killed? Some dude in the Waffle House, right? That's who I remember. P&B just got uh, killed in the Waffle House by the dad and the um, son who... They um, wanted his chains or something. Yeah, wanted to just, just rob him, basically. Uh, Trouble was killed and during a home invasion in Atlanta um, when he was at another woman's house. Well, the woman that he was dealing with, house, I can't say another woman. It was the woman that he was currently dealing with. Her ex broke in, and um, that was what it was. Um, shit. A uh, couple of other... I want to say uh, Los Nanos. Uh, I know Draco, um, Dracchio, he, I want to say, was stabbed in the neck or shot in the neck um, December um, 2021. So right at the end of last year. Um, So no, it's just been a lot. I'm 
but also on top of that, I think it's more the streets meeting the hip hop industry because you just keep seeing more and more racketeering cases, more more Rico cases. Casting up with the person I, I brought up before, he just pled guilty to a Rico case, but he pled guilty because people are snitching. Mm. Gunner and Young Thug are in currently in jail jail right now on Rico charges. YNF Lucci is um currently in prison on Rico charges. So it's a lot of the streets meeting the hip hop world and the way that is reacting is either you're going to jail or you're getting you're shot. Kidding, killed. Yeah. It's just and I can understand the want to not leave your roots because that's quite essentially what a lot of people are kind of scared of because it's just like you don't want to be seen as more than where you came from but for all intents and purposes purposes for now you are because i don't know anybody who is actually in the hood if they could honestly leave and leave it behind they would do it they they wouldn't do it like people could say they love it as much as anybody else does but or as much as like but almost everybody who I can think of that leaves the hood they don't come back because honestly it's not the best place for you it's not conducive to success well I can kind of see what a conundrum is because your success is capitalizing off your fucking pain and your poverty and your bullshit that you went through and all that you know your though not so good habits is so intertwined and it's what's making you money so i could see how you can get stuck in that mire yeah it's hard for them to like i was telling you about the you know the ism (laughs) them niggas know how to talk how they talk to each other they don't know anything else really i'm not saying that they're unintelligent or anything like that it's just that that's what they know so separating from that would be kind of weird like our vocabulary is different than theirs so them talking like us wouldn't be really feasible because it's that's not how they talk to each other every day so i can see for you know hip-hop and where you come from how hard that must be to differentiate yeah to detract or just separate yourself from how could you it's what brought you here and i can yep. see how like to not have it with scared shit out you like who am i without this this is this is everything that i got right or i i think that it's also a little bit of survivor's guilt it's like <clears throat> when you talk about the typical person that leaves the hood. They don't necessarily have the means to do anything back in the hood. They're yeah. just trying to survive wherever they They've like. lifted themselves out of it. They're probably living a above average life now. Yeah, and they're trying. And they're to just kind of, they're happy that they can save money and pay off and just pay off their it. credit cards and yeah. actually ha- buy a house and do like quote Basic unquote thing. normal middle class things. Yeah, but they don't have the means to go back and rehabilitate the hood. Whereas the stars probably feel some semblance of like all right i have spoken about this place in all of my music or a lot of my music and that's allowed me to like attain this level of like success and i have the ability to actually affect that area to give my people that i came with that i care about like money put money in their pockets like make sure their families is good like i can do that so just like and then feeling like damn like I came from, like, I know I slept on the floor like they slept on the floor. We slept, we had to um, sleep in pissy hallways. Like, just coming from where they come from, I can see you not wanting to abandon them the same way as if you don't really have the ability to. You don't really think about it because you're too worried about, all right, I got to 
continue to do what I was doing to keep this secure. Whereas they're, everything for them is secure. And so it's like, all right, well, I want to secure the people that I care about. People that I care about happen to live in the hood, though. Right. And their mentality is don't not gel the same. with where you are now. Not at all. And that's the weird thing. Like, my instinct would be to say, like, oh, I just got to take them all out. But the weird thing, if you, instead, there's a difference between being taken out of the hood and getting out of the hood. Because you take people out the hood, they tend to bring the hood with them. I was going to say shit. Or you end up like uh, Humpty Hump and <clears throat> broke in, in bankruptcy because the reason wasn't that he was in broke bankruptcy wasn't because he wasn't good with his money. It's because he literally brought everybody that was with him from the hood up mm. and was financing everybody's life until the point that he just had no more money. It's just because like you're the only fucking earner. And when you start paying other people's lives, that starts to look like $70,000 here, $70,000 there. Because niggas got real life expenses and bills and really need money for real. Right. Yep. I mean, ultimately, I would say the Rick Ross route is better. It's just like, I am going to enable you to build something that will then sustain yourself. And you can individually build your capital. So it's just like, because trying to pull everybody up inside the traditional route of just you paying them yourself isn't going to work. It's not sustainable unless you own your own masters or something along those other lines. Or you just have a vast amount of wealth to the point where you might as well payroll some people. They're just going to take it away in taxes anyway. Yeah, you don't be knowing because I remember my friend tried to get me to um, do like neighborhood cleanups and she introduced me to the guy who was in charge of it. But I was like, I kept, I said, I'm like, well, don't think I don't want to do better for themselves. And then he didn't go off, but you could tell I had no chances of joining their their, their coalition because of what I said. I'm like, well, they kind of got to want to like do better. Like I'm all for cleaning up a neighborhood. Oh, you got to show them how to do better. I'm like, I could show my daughter 1,500 million nine ways to multiply better than she did the last time. This nigga don't want to multiply. Oh, it's just like... <laughs> Can't make you want something. Yeah, I mean, it's the ultimate. You can bring a, a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah, like that poverty shit. That's like, why was... We can pick up all the trash we want to, but if people are still throwing trash down on the ground, we're ultimately, unless we continuously do it, we're going to ultimately end up yeah, back at the not, spot that we were at. You're not proud of where you are. No one really showed you how to be proud. You don't look around and see anything to be proud of. Like, I 100% get it. I have nothing but compassion for your situation. But me being down there and trying to convince you of something that would be more plausible if you came to me and be like, damn, I'm tired of this mess and I really want to get out. Okay, I can offer a lending hand. But you got to take the courage to say, damn, I suck <laughs> and I don't know. And now I need help. And that's where we can get, that's where we can get it. Like, like, like that's like me trying to convince Charles like spirituality is the way to go. Like, I'm not about to sit here and try to convince this nigga that yeah, shit. Yeah, you like, I'm like, off, you yeah, like, what do I look like, never gonna, Charles, never you know what I'm saying? Get this Florida water, whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> bitch, why? Like, it says cologne. Like, you, I can't convince you of that. And I have not, nothing in me wants to try to take you on that ride with me. I don't give a fuck about that. But that's the thing about with me and, like, poverty consciousness. Me and poverty ain't friends. And I'm not sitting around niggas that just think everything is so, so hard and... 
oh so hard to get at like i've been there before i know what it's like i truly do i know what it's like to feel like you ain't worth shit you ain't never gonna be anything you really don't have to know how ain't nobody really supporting you like <laughs> i've been there before and i'm also saying i'm not going back so i have a lot to lose there has offset really said anything about this i don't remember him saying anything. no one has said anything oh neither of them no it's been very quiet which I mean makes a lot of sense. It's um so a little like clarity on the situation. Uh, if you're Quavo, the person that was actually in the altercation probably feels terrible yep. because you had your little cousin out there and y'all doing this you and him group thing, like trying to Let's make it work. Out here, kick it. You ultimately, because the weird thing is, he walked away from a confrontation. Yep, it's like you did the thing that everyone tells you you should do. It's just like you know what? Argue about this money that I honestly I don't really care about. It's not even worth the time. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna walk away, and then you get you run into somebody with a chip on their shoulder, and they just decide to start shooting. Yeah, and then it's. So there's that. So that's probably why he hasn't said anything because he's probably dealing with that. Um, and then, as you know, or if you're not aware, uh, the Migos aren't necess- weren't necessarily a trio anymore. Yeah, because one's out of a record label. It, one's out, the other two are in. That and potentially some other messy stuff that I well, it it's not speaking of the person that passed away. So. On one song called "Messy" on the album that Quavo and uh, Takeoff released, Quavo alludes to Sweetie fucking somebody on the team, and basically said that if you wanted to fuck gang, you should have just said that. If you put two and four together and get three, you look at the one person that's no longer like. A part oh, of that and has like cool separated it. Yeah. And that would be offset. But and you also see them not like really like engaging with each other, following each other and things like that. So for someone who probably still had love and was probably gonna get back cool because it's over is like some bullshit, but at this moment it we needed weren't some sp- speaking. You needed some space. We needed some space and then you pass away. Probably like- really hard to like Re- grapple with the damn we weren't even in good space we didn't we have a ch- like, we had a little bit of a chance to fix it but we were letting it naturally take its course and because I didn't force it or we didn't force it it's just like yeah so now we here I understand why everybody's quiet right now like and everybody is kind of sitting there like this like yeah not a lot to say at this moment it's like ah this is you know when I heard the news I was like what the f- yeah, this is rant. I just heard it happened over a dice game, and it's just like, why were you at a dice game? And see, that's and see when everybody here think, thinks that they're like, all right, they were probably somewhere crazy. No, they were at a fucking bowling alley, chilling, just playing dice. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, your bowling alley and your skate place are like your two hood perennial places that everyone goes to on Friday nights, depending upon who you are. Yeah. So yeah, and they're in Atlanta, so and skating and bowling are probably are the things that they do. That so. you can do in the hood because they cheap. So it's just like, man, that, yeah, that really blows. I'm. It's not like I'm the biggest. I'm not the biggest Migos fan. I'm more. Def, I will defend Migos more than the average person would, even though I'm not necessarily the biggest. 
fan of everything that they produce, but it's just like I don't think that they're any more derivative than any like because everyone was ragging on them when they first came out and called them derivative. It's just like they're no more derivative than a lot of other things are. It's just like honestly, everything's derived from something. Oh shit! At this point, <laughs> they spawned so much other people that do something similar that they did. So it's just like with oh. melody and not necessarily fooling it and all the words and shit. And then they evolved from that to fully saying words and everything. So it's just like. Like they'd be mumbling now. Just let it go. Maybe it's just not for you. Yeah. But it's just like, I mean, there there, there will be no culture for, unfortunately. So Yeah, no, it's just he was twenty six twenty eight, excuse me. Yeah. Born in ninety four. It's Yeah, that's like my little brother getting I shot. Thinking about I guess for me this year and just like all of this just like bop, 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 death. Like also I want. I guess I want to say, not. I guess I. Um, I guess I. Whatever. Rest in peace to David O's son. Um, his three-year-old son passed away. Whose son? David O. He's a, a. He's an artist. I don't want to say where he's from because he might not be Jamaican. He might be like uh, either dancehall or um, Afrobeat. So I'm not yeah. exactly sure, but. He's in uh, the African American music sphere. Yes. And so Which his, is broader than people even credit for. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's just, just, just life is so fragile and has just been like disappearing so quickly. And just like me seeing people that are like younger than me just like drop away and like it's just. It's just bizarre to see it's it. It's disheartening. It, it is. It makes yeah. me feel like, all right, well, shit, where do I. I like I move around and like I'm generally pretty aware of my surroundings and what's going on. Like I'm pretty vigilant and But there's no amount of awareness that could have gotten you out of that. Not it's at not all. Go- it's just uh, like, the only general rule that you may have broken is going towards the conflict. But the problem is your cousins over there. Yeah, I gotta go protect my <laughs> so family. Like what's like, going on with my family? What's going on? Maybe I know, dude. Maybe I can calm this situation down. And it's just like and you have the person who is doing the right thing. It's just like, I'm going to remove myself. And I think the issue is when they started to walk away, that left takeoff. Because as you see, is takeoff standing like right here. Quavo's standing right here. Quavo's looking at this person arguing. Then he starts to walk away. Takeoff starts to go too. I think that left him in the middle in this little area. And mm. that's when. This is in the side of the general uh, sight line of the bullets. So. Yeah. And I, so it's just like, but yeah, no, I don't think that he did anything. For, so for me, it's like, shit, I use a lot of discernment on where I'm going and I, I, I move smart. But and then I also feel like it's not enough, but it's like, all right, well, I'm not trying to like be on no like He-Man shit. Like I generally keep it on me, but I leave it in the car in places where you're supposed to leave it in the car because like I'm not... The all that type rule. of time, but I recognize that hey, everybody is not, not necessarily, necessarily those <laughs> respecting rules. those boundaries, and so it's like, do I just chill? Do I bring this? But even if I have it, it don't protect me. Like in that situation, like you said, he wasn't even thinking nothing's gonna happen. It just instantly the, happened, and it's, it's, it's the overall over. issue with a bad guy with a gun. A good guy with a gun can stop a bad guy with a gun. If a bad guy with a gun shoots you before you can draw yours, your gun is ultimately 
is like awareness is the only thing that like the only thing they could have done differently is just not turn their back on the situation. Yep. It's but just like, like staying in and then continue to argue. Like, what like, you about to do? All right, I'm gonna backpedal away from this and keep my eyes on you just in case you decide to start doing anything dumb. And it's like uh, there was no fist throwing. There, no one got hit. Like it was literally just words. And it's our propensity like to go from words to physical violence is sickening. And as someone who used to struggle with that very, very much. Or a lot is a much more correct way to say that. I understand that it's hard, but you got to, we have to work on that as like a people because we go to, oh, you disrespected her, uh, disrespected me, which ultimately and realistically means this, oh, you hurt my feelings. You niggas are real sensitive. Everybody's really sensitive and hypersensitive about fucking everything and the eagles on 1000. And then we're just trying to like, where were your people? Prove- like, my biggest question is, where were dudes people at? How'd you get in here? Because, like, did you just randomly decide to neander off, or did you know somebody who was here? Because, like, if you're that person's friend, one, you probably shouldn't have had him bringing that heat in, like, any kind of heat in the bowling alley to begin with. Because other- there were probably kids in that bowling alley. That, there's, it's speculated that he may have gotten hit by one of his own affiliates. Hit? Mm-hmm. And shot. Oh, as of like post this happening? No, just recently that it killed him. In the crossfire, it may have been one of his affiliates that actually shot him. Oh. Another reason why people are really quiet right now. So no one knows what's going on. Mm. That's weird. Yep. <sighs> Trying to protect y'all or protect us because they're shooting at us. I killed one of us. Well, uh, the, this I mean, this is the reason why you kind of got to move with professional security because the difference between, like, there's a difference between the goals that you. The one other one is per- de-escalate and so there was none of that I will acknowledge that they didn't have like security that was looking to de-escalate that should have been like stepping in the middle moving in either them and being like alright I'm gonna get y'all out of here like we're my, going first, or y'all my are- goal is to preserve your life not to kill the other dude yeah we're, we're gonna move and so I will acknowledge that no they should have had professional security and maybe that is and Realistically, that is another thing that they need to start doing is running around with real security. I mean, that was everybody the, wants to be a tough guy, though, and right. that is leading to everybody's death. That's the funny thing. The Migos never really put themselves on to be tough dudes. Not at all, but it's, but it's a certain air of, oh, you got to... I'm untouchable. Not even that. It's just like people... <sighs> Feel like they don't have to walk around in their city with security. And they chose the, city. Well, well, the city that they're from, where they know people, where they have connections, where they're supposedly loved. It's like the fearless thing. I'm ready to die. Basically. People hurt people they love all the time, but that's just more so me being. Uh, it's just weird, like the PNB Rock situation. And I forget who chimed in on that one, but it pretty much came down to if you're moving somewhere 
you pretty much just got to move with security. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you're wearing chains or if you're doing, heck, if you're wearing valuable shoes, someone yeah. will shoot you and take your shoes. Yeah, better get over that pride shit. This, it's that just male like, pride is something I gotta, else. <laughs> if I want to dress this particular way, and do these particular things and I enter into particular environments, I got to move with security. You can get over that pride, man. You can accomplish a lot by getting security. Or you just got to stay home and be fine with that. Mm -hmm. Build your own bowling alley. Have your people over. Make it small. Have small events in your own places. And then these people won't be here. I understand it seems the very The answer distant. can't be to hide in your house. The answer should be. And I get what y'all are saying. Y'all answers are dealing Practical. with what is right now. Yep. My answer is going to be what should be. So I get that the I'm on be. a idealistic spectrum. But what should be is we as a collective start moving towards. Not sure. Like, so over the, the weekend, the I don't know if y'all saw. Diddy got into a confrontation. Yep. When it was a joker. Yes. Him and the actor of power got into a heated argument back and forth because the actor of power had no idea who he was. Diddy caught himself in that moment. And instead of letting it go left and them getting really violent or fighting or anything like that, he was like, do you know who I am? It's me, Diddy. Give me a hug. <laughs> it was just and, like. And hugged, embraced him said we got a party invited into that and just like de-escalated the situation and took it somewhere completely different well it's like it's one of those things it's just like wait what the hell am I even doing see that's the thing that people when you say you choose love that's what they're talking about it's not no fucking hippity bippity boop in that moment you can say I'm going to choose the opposite of that I'm going to choose my fear I'm going to choose my pride I'm going to choose my anger whatever but that right there is what choosing love looks like. And a lot of niggas think yeah. you might be woo-woo for that or get that bullshit out of here. And you don't even got to say it like that. You ain't even got to say, oh, man, I chose love. You ain't even got to say it like that. You just got to breathe in, <laughs> yeah. breathe out, and just be like, you know what? I'm choosing my peace, whatever, whatever. the fuck you want to call it. I'm walking away from this situation. But the problem is that that's my only problem with this situation. Someone did choose peace, and the other one just decided to be like, you know that's what? That wasn't have, good enough. That's why the takeoff situation is so like fucked up to me. Because it's like, outside of having the security, like, because I can see me being up and inviting friends to a bowling alley and say, hey, I rented this out. Or I'm this place out. We just trying to have, have nice, a nice little time. and do Halloween at. Yeah. And not feeling like I need to hire security. <laughs> Because like, these are supposed to be my people that we invited, and they invited their people. But the fact that we don't have like a rationale enough to be like, all right, I'm upset, but the answer isn't shoot him. Like, right. We're bowling alley on Halloween with yeah, a bunch like, of people who don't got anything to if do with you're this. In here with these celebrities, there's probably a reason. And. I would hope that we could act like we had some kind of fucking sense, but it don't seem like. Like the only other thing I can think of is just not allowing people to shoot dice to begin with. Yeah, but I don't even want to blame the dice because like you could get mad over Everybody fucking else anything. Everybody else who was shooting like, dice was fine except for this bowling. dude. Yeah, you can <laughs> get mad over fucking bowling and y'all yeah, trying to battle. It's just bowling. like whatever this, you want to be the, upset about. Why I got a seven ten split? <laughs> 
bang, bang, bang. Yeah, what is like, wrong with you? Yeah, like you want you kill someone over dice. You like, kill somebody over anything, grilled yeah. cheese. Yeah, like you just left you the game. Game. Street Fighter out and had no like pause any of that. Just I don't I don't know. I don't yeah, really have a lot more else to say. It's yeah, just, our reactionary really HR just needs to stop. Temp- be tempered. Yeah, no. <laughs> like sometimes with reacting reacting with force is needed. But inside like you have to there has to be some sequence of logic to it. You can't be reacting to every single type of stimuli with extreme force. Not it's really. just like someone taps you and you just gotta you gotta get some type of filter or something or you have to understand when things are situationally appropriate. We need to learn how to process our fucking emotions. That's what right. it is. We need to learn how to, hey, what he did or what he said really upset me and I need to learn how to articulate that in a way that isn't like explosion of like violence isn't me like attacking you or shooting you or doing anything that is a violent act maybe I maybe I start cussing at you but in me cussing I get my point across of like how you made me feel and maybe I use some profane words but I'm able to articulate it's better than yours it's It's like it's this entire journey is a journey of steps. So if you escalate to being but yeah, I don't know. Discernment, caring, kindness, love, choose something. Fuck. Else than what you're doing. Yeah. That's that's what I want to end on. Choose something. Choose anything other than this bullshit. Extremist crap but All rest right. in peace to take off rest in peace to uh david o's um son so. 22 2022 has been a treat remember when people were complaining about 2021 <laughs> yeah, and then we got this one <laughs> it's just like oh 2021 sucks 2022 happens you know what was in a bad year 2018 and 19 those were pre-pandemic yeah the two years <laughs> before the pandemic were lit for real Oh. Yeah. 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 All right. We're out of here. Bye. Later.